0: Standing in your way of more success may be a decision to let something go. Whether that is to sell an investment, retire an offer, exit a business pillar, or revamp your career. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. A podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the intersections of the psychology and emotions of money, as well as the math of it. Because you know, these are the elements that impact your results, your feelings, and your experiences with money. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you've tuned in today. But real quick, before we dive into our topic, if you work as a service-based entrepreneur or small business owner, I am hosting the next Pricing Masterclass on Thursday, March 11th. Join us if you sometimes get stuck pricing your services. We're meeting at 4 p.m. Eastern via Zoom. So to learn more and to RSVP, go to jaquettetimmonscom forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jaquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. I do hope that you will join us. And now let's move on to today's show. For the last few episodes, I took the time to invite you to apply the principles of money management to your business or career, to see the value in thinking of your offers as assets and thinking of the concatenation of those offers as a portfolio. And for the listeners who are non-business owners, the invitation for you was to think of the various positions or the various firms at which you've worked and your overall career through a similar prism. So the parallel with this analogy first starts with taking an inventory, be it an inventory of your investment assets, the offers you provide, or the roles that you've held followed by an evaluation of your performance, the evaluation of your assets on an individual basis, and then again on a portfolio basis. Well, now it's time for us to chat about the third part. And this is when you make decisions about what to keep, what to tweak, and what to let go. Each part comes with its own unique opportunities and challenges. In fact, I've built my career on helping clients navigate each part. And one piece of feedback I get continuously is that I am really great at helping them have the clarity of mind or better clarity of mind to make sometimes those tough trade-offs and choices when it comes to what to keep, what to tweak, and what to let go. It's a slightly different story when it comes to my own investments in business. For myself, I'm pretty good at doing the first two parts on my behalf. But the third part, part—ooh—that that is the most difficult one for me. Why? Because I I have a hard time letting go. (laughs) Can you relate? Uh, Let me ask you some questions. On a scale of one to five, with one being poor and five being excellent, how would you rate yourself when you answer the following questions? How would you rate yourself when it comes to selecting your investment assets? How would you rate yourself when it comes to creating your offers if you are a business owner or entrepreneur? How would you rate yourself when it comes to the types of positions you go after if you are listening as a non-business owner? How would you rate your discipline when it comes to how frequently you calculate and evaluate your performance, whether it regards your investments, your business, or your career? And what rate would you give yourself when it is time to make a decision about an asset that either isn't performing well or simply no longer fits? Do you quickly and easily make this decision or do you drag your feet? For example, I have a stock that took a huge hit in 2008. (laughs) Did you hear that date? 2008, AKA the Great Recession. Um, and the price has only continued to decline since. Now, I could say that I've held on to it for, oh my God, almost 13 years. It's a shame that I'm saying that. But I could say that I've held on to it for almost 13 years for who knows why. But the truth is that I keep hoping that it'll come back folks, this is definitely a don't do as I do scenario because there is absolutely nothing rational about this. (laughs) And and to put a, a finer point on this, to prepare for this episode, I checked for the most recent closing price. And let's just say I am even more encouraged to sell the darn thing like post haste. So yay, I'm finally going to do something. But what price, i.e. opportunity cost, have I been paying by holding on to it for so darn long? Good question to ask myself, right? <laughs> Might also be a good question for you to ask yourself. Based on observation and my experience, here is what I have found to be true: Creating is often fun and usually energizing. Refining and tweaking can be fun and energizing too. Making decisions about what to keep or tweak is fairly easy or easier. Making decisions about what to let go, that is often hard as heck, regardless of the form in which that letting go shows up whether that's selling an investment, retiring an offer, exiting a business pillar, or reinventing your career. And yet, letting go is a surprising way to make room for your success. When you did your performance review, could you easily identify what to keep and what to tweak? Was it also pretty clear what to let go? And if so, have you, have you begun the process of doing that? If not, have you put together a timeline for when you will? And if not, what's the reason? Is it because you'd have to admit being wrong and you thrive on being right? Is it because you're holding out for something to change like I've been doing with the stock that I've referenced above? Is it because doing so would require a change you want in theory, but are not just quite as ready as you thought you were when it comes down to the nitty gritty practice of it? Is it because it would somehow change your identity, either your self identity or how others see you? Or is it because of how you are relating To what it means to no longer have the thing. I know I have a tendency, and you definitely have seen it within the last three episodes, I have a tendency to draw what may seem to others to be odd parallels but it's actually how I think. (laughs) I'm always looking for parallels. I'm always looking for different ways to connect different dots from one bucket over here to another one over here. And I think part of that is because I find it sometimes makes it easier to see patterns, patterns regarding what you do regardless of the circumstances versus patterns that you notice for when you do one thing in one situation, but something else entirely in another. And so for a moment, speaking just to my fellow entrepreneurs and small business owners, when you evaluate your offer portfolio, what offers do you need to keep? What offers do you need to create? And what offers do you need to modify? And finally, what offers do you need to retire? Very broadly, following the principles of money management involves creating a diversified portfolio, evaluating your performance, and then determining what holdings to keep, buy more of, sell some of, or get rid of entirely. It's a process, but it is one that can help you make better, smarter decisions, Even though you can't always control the outcome, you can control the process by which you make those decisions. So can you see why I've been making a case for applying the principles of money management to how you manage your business or your career? Yeah, sure, the details are different and the approach may not be apples to apples, but the value of taking this type of approach is tremendous, especially when you discover that the thing standing in your way of more success may be the decision to let something go. Well, that is it for today's episode. And as always, I thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast and this episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you're wondering, well, why did she stop asking us to rate it? It's because I it has been brought to my attention that not every platform um, gives you that option. So, (laughs) but every platform does indeed give you the option to share. So I would love it if you took the time to do that. And if you'd like to join us for the next pricing masterclass, where we are going to walk you through a framework to help you price more confidently, profitably, and strategically, we are meeting again on Thursday, March 11th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It is via Zoom. And we would love, love, love to have you. You can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass to get all of the details and to RSVP. Again, it is jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Again, tremendous thanks for tuning in to today's episode. May you combine this episode with the previous two and really, really spend some time figuring out how you can personalize the process of uh, taking the discipline of money management and applying it to your business and to your, or I should say, or to your career. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money.